Guys, welcome to the Wicked Silvery Friends podcast. This is take two. We just recorded like half an hour <laughs> and realized there's no audio. So here we are again. Indeed. <laughs> and we've done it. We've already done one pickle shot, but just for you guys, we're doing another one. Uh, today, you're hosted by Kai, Michael. I don't know. Am I meant to have two names? Yeah. Hey. You can, you can, you can, just, you can right. even have a stage name. Maybe have a stage, stage name. name. Yeah, I could be a stage. I could be having a stage. What am I going to be? I don't know. The Green Dragon. The Green Dragon. <laughs> the Green Dragon. You guys won't have any context for any of that. The, it's the Pickle Dragon. That's probably the better. Pickle the Pickle Dragon. dragon. I'm into it. There's like um, there's like dragons in D and D, right? Yeah, That's yeah. A thing. Yeah, you can be a dragon. Dungeons and dragons. Yeah, no, 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 but you can be like there's <laughs> oh, like a dragon a, breed, right? A, a dragon born as a race, yeah. Like Skyrim. Uh, or they, they look like, like dragon Ar- though, don't they? Argonians in in Skyrim. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like dragons. Similar, but they're like, um, I don't think they have a tail, and the women don't have to have breasts. So, okay, yeah, yeah why not? You know, like it, like in some cases, people will draw them with like tails and with titties and stuff. Rule 34, bro. Yeah, if it exists, that's the, one of them, baby. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I'm joined today by Dan. He's uh, got his own, well, what would you, well, how would you describe it? It's down to die. They are a D&D channel on Twitch, uh, soon to be YouTube. I hope so. I hope it's out like this it's, next it's, week. It's so. happening. It's yeah. happening. I, it needs to be done. I mean, by the time you get this podcast out, probably. <laughs> I hope so, man. Um, they stream every Sunday, so make sure you go check them out. I'll have links below in the description. Um, Dan's Dungeon Master over there. Um, they're always having fun. It's, it's a it's a bit of a laugh. So make sure you check it out, dude. Thanks for coming on the show today, man. Anytime, I appreciate dude. it. I, I appreciate can it. That pickle from here. You, it's <laughs> it's good though. Like you know what's funny is people are gonna get sick of listening to my show eventually because it's like always the first ten minutes is me just talking about my pickle juice. <laughs> they're like fuck's sake, man! Just hope and I do mean, this shot. Like it's it's it, it, I I think it should be more about like the other person talking about the pickle juice for like. 10 minutes yeah then you get yeah. another person's reaction and like it's like when you've seen hot ones right when they're like trying 100%. the different like hot wings and they always yeah. get to that one bomb and it's just like everyone's yeah. like oh it tastes like fuel or it tastes like a yeti's cock or something yeah <laughs> well imagine it's just almost at the bomb every time and that's mm. the pickle shop yeah. for you guys out there i mean i'm happy to make them for people but i don't know if it's legally allowed to be sold so um let's do it bro uh, round two i've already had one of these today we both had one today um yeah. But you know, Cheers, it's full of people. You know. <laughs> By the people. Still just as good. Slimy yet satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now, forgot what it does to your throat. Oh boy. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's nasty. It's nasty. It'll wake you up. I like it. It's a good icebreaker, you know? Now, yep. for people that don't know what D&D is, let's explain it. So, <clears throat> fuck. <laughs> so, D&D is a uh, role-play game where you basically sit down with four of your friends and you uh, roll some math dice, as we like to call math rocks. I fucking love... Just before we go any further, I fucking love the dice, man. And I've been getting into <laughs> learning about dice, like learning about what true dice are, what... Un- like. Mm-hmm. Lies spin, like, spin down dice, weighted dice. Dude, there's some cool fucking true dice I, I've found. My, mine that I use behind the DM screen are made from quartz. Okay. So I have like, like proper like yeah, that's stone cool, man. dice. And they like have a good weight to them. Like these are like plastic and 
Yeah, everyone kind of uses the plastic ones, but like the stone ones, that's where the money's at. That's Do they make it like a, a very specific noise as well? Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. The, the crispness of just the dice roll is just perfect. It, yeah. It's more about the weight. Like when you feel like a regular dice just feels light and it's just going to roll off the table somewhere. Whereas yeah. when you hold a stone dice, it's not going to roll as far. But you can still get that like randomness to it by shaking yeah. it in your hand and then letting it go. I'll be fucking playing them shits. So they <laughs> playing, playing double sixes or, or nat twenties all day. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. Um, fuck, I can't believe we've done a whole fucking show. <laughs> with no audio. Oh man, what a fucking time. We'll have some. Um, you know, I'll get uh, editor Nick to put in. Um, Show everyone that we did do fucking two shots. Yeah, exactly. At at least the two shots. And uh, for those that can lip read, they can see my disgust in the first one. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth just. It's it's not bad. I I rather like the pickle juice. It's like. I've actually made it. It's like the sandwiches that mum used to make when I was a kid. That's sick. Yeah. Like ham ham pickle sandwiches. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking Mm -hmm. oath. Like with some tomato sauce in there or something. Yeah, I'm there. I'm all about it. (laughs) I'm all about it, bro. When I want to talk about fuck, man. I want to talk about like so. Okay, D and D. Essentially, oh, it's it's called Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. It's not what most people would expect, though, because I'm, most people think, okay, neck beard, cringe, <laughs> sweaty, uh, sweaty, but like the dandruff, the no females play. Yeah. All, all butt cracks. Yeah. Uh, t-shirts that are way too small that are some random, you know, nerdy reference. Yeah, I, and don't get me wrong. I like nerdy reference t-shirts, but you got to make sure that you're a size, dudes. Um, yeah, where are you size, man? And for the love of God, and I know every nerd is going to agree with me here, put some fucking deodorant on. <laughs> I knew you were going to say for that, the, man. For the love of God. Honestly, I, it's the thing I hate. Like, I love going to, like, these conventions, right? Yeah. Where, like, there's... You know, miniatures on sale or there's like cards and board games and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. I'm like, fucking no, this is right up my alley. And then you get there and it's just the smell of like oh, a thousand bad, unwashed nerds like just wafts over you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I used, so um, for those that don't know, like my first job was working at Game Traders. Nice. nice. And we used to have Yu-Gi-Oh nights every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And at, we after the first um, like month or so of hosting, we ended up just making it so like, you have to spray deodorant on yourself to come in. And if you don't, like, you're not allowed to participate just because it was so bad. Yugo has, like, a whole nother, like, because I'm a nerd in general, like, Yugo has a whole nother kettle of fish of oh, yeah. tracks, like, trench coat wearing. Yes, you know, like there was those people. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the long hair and the, you know, uh, yeah, uh, big rings and shit <laughs> like that. Like, they think that, like, with skulls and shit. And you know exactly like, the crowd. Dude, yeah, dude, man. It's, like, cookie cutter. And that's that, that's the, the mold I'm trying to break here is, like, yeah. D&D isn't just that. It, it's not like, full it of school be- shooters. That's <laughs> what we're trying to say. <laughs> There's normal people that play it, I swear. Jesus. That's good. I like that. I think it's great, man. I, I played a couple of games, um, but it was just like I was working away and I just couldn't keep playing. Like, was, that's all it was. And it was like so far for me to travel and stuff as well. Half and of it, like, like, like we said before, is about like getting five people to appear in the same place on yeah. a basis. Even like I, I play a game over Discord, right? Because our DM had to get posted into Woomba for his job. And that meant that, you know, we still want to keep playing, so Discord's yeah. the only way. 
And even that, we still can't get ourselves under Discord. We're not even trying to get to the same place. We're yeah, just, just home, literally just the hard. chat yeah. online. For yeah. like three hours trying to line up the stars and the moon and everything to try and get it all to happen. And it's just, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. But you know, it, when you get into a good game, you, you try your hardest to be there for those games. And that, yeah. that's what we've, we've done here is people are really trying to be here for these games because it's so much fun like messing around with it. If you ever find a DM, give it a go guys. Like it's, it is so much fun. You're really fucking good at it too. I'm not going to lie. Like just before, like (laughs) you did some amazing fucking examples of just how to do characters. And I can see how quickly you switch in and out of character. And it's not fucking, it's not weird either. Like you just feel so confident in it that I think everyone else can tell. Especially if you've had a few pickle juices, you know. Yeah, that'll get you going. That will really? break the ice. <laughs> What's that fire in your throat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll have to name it the Green Dragon, don't I? That's it, man. You've done it. It's going to well, be the Green not Dragon. not the Pickle Dragon. The Pickle Dragon is also good. Or like Kai's Green Dragon. I've got like some... Or maybe the Slut Dragon. Like, make it a Rick and Morty reference. Make it a Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> Everyone loves Rick and Morty. Yeah, that could, could be a vibe. <laughs> Especially how sexual your like podcast can get. It does get real dark here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's what I'm about. That's like, so yeah. my thing. Like I have always been a very sexual person. Hmm. Um, which probably anyone in high school would not agree with me at all because like I was just shunned by all the women. I I feel for that many it years. wasn't yeah, like uh, it was same with me. Like I was a very I wouldn't say nerdy kid growing up. Like I yeah. I played football, I you know, did all the things that oh, okay, like, yeah, put me right. out there to do. I grew up on a farm. I was more of like a farm boy sort yeah. of kid growing up. But I was really small and weedy. And um, it wasn't until I hit year 10 before I grew a set of shoulders and I went from like playing the dummy half or winger to being, yeah. like, you know, in the second row slash, you know, uh, doing these other bigger roles. And, and I was just like, I don't know. Like, uh, it, it, that's at that time, sorry, when I started actually getting girlfriends at school was year yeah. 11, year 12, when I started actually growing shoulders. And that that's become yeah, a man, yeah, came yeah. man then, yeah, yeah. I, I, get always, it, man. I was always a man to begin with because I was always able to grow a mo, but it was like a short little, you know, yeah, thin, weedy dude with like the pedo mo. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Yeah, you were you were like getting through your puberty, man. Yeah, it's a rough time. Like I was a late bloomer, and I was like I was like this big fat kid, and like everyone used to pay me out by being fat all the time. And I remember the girls. Guessed it. You look like thanks, man. Thanks, bro. I used to be like this real pudgy kid, and like all the girls just used to think like I don't know what they used to think. God, ow. All right, I'll tell you. So I haven't told the story on the show yet, but um, there was this girl and. I was crushing on her so fucking hard, like all through high school. Like I think anyone that knew me knew that I had a crush on this girl, right? Mm. And she fucking friends know me so hard, man. I remember this one time I was going over because I was hanging out at her house like every day. You know what I mean? And she was sending me like booty pics and shit. Yeah, but she doesn't want nothing to do with me, man. Trust me, it was just to get me going, but not to like get me there. Some girls do you that. Know? Though. Yeah, she was she was horrible to me. And then um, I remember I was there this one time, and her and her friend, or dudes, yeah, her, no, <laughs> both, both of these chicks, like her and her best friend were there, and they're like, "Oh, Kaya, do you reckon you could leave because um, such and such is coming over, and we're gonna have a threesome with him?" And this is like the girl that I've crashed on for like the last three years, and I was just fucking oh man that's ripped my heart out yeah that's that's next level it was pretty rough man it was pretty rough dude that shit happened to me though that's who you know what i mean that's that's what i dealt with so 
It's a, it's a you were almost involved in a threesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I watch. <laughs> it's like almost a foursome, but I get to watch them yeah. do it and you just be a virgin. No worries, just set up the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's well, that's before cameras were the thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah, you'd like sitting there with like your little flip phone. <laughs> yeah, I got my slide with my QWERTY keyboard. Hell yeah, those uh, were the days, man. But that's that's like the that's like the tone that I grew up in. So like, I fucking totally get it, man. Like it wasn't until much later that, you know, I found myself and started like, you know, fucking, I don't I know, think doing something about it. For me, I grew the set of shoulders, but at the same time, I just stopped caring about what other people thought about me. Like, cause like, you know, it's powerful, hey. 10 was just like, you know, I really want a girlfriend. All my friends have had a girlfriend. I really want one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't care who it is. I'll take anyone at this point. Like, <laughs> I just don't want to be a loser anymore. Yeah, and dude. Like, I hear you, man. I fucking feel uh, that. And the second I was just like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to bother. I suddenly became the popular kid. And yeah. I went from like, I was being bullied on a daily basis. And I went to a Christian school. You wouldn't think there'd be any bullying there. But I was like. No, I definitely know there's bullying like, at that place. I was getting beat up and shit and like chased yeah. down on the bloody playground and stuff by bigger kids. And good thing I was a good cross-country runner. I could like just, just outpace them. Yeah, yeah. Cool. good luck. Yeah, yeah, I'll have you doing laps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was just a, 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 a once I stopped caring, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace the fact that I enjoy playing games like Magic the Gathering or you know, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons man. or whatever. That's when my life turned around, and people saw the confidence in me, and they were like, like I want to be around this guy, and I went from yeah. like no one wanted to hang around me to suddenly having a girlfriend and having three groups at school like chasing me around like wanting to play magic or wanting to yeah that's cool man so it was it it's it was really weird and now i've learned from that experience like just be you oh 100 percent 100 percent and if they don't like you like they don't need to be in your life yeah Yeah, you don't you don't want them around anyway exactly that's that's all it comes down to is like you don't really want them around at the end of the day like i i get that i i learned to stop carrying um I was a bit older than you when I when I finally learned just to not give a fuck anymore. But it, like in some ways in my life, it's actually not good because I really just don't give a fuck like about literally anything. It's fucking bad. It's it's pretty bad. Like um, it's like oh, you well, should you, probably you, you know would think that, but I I guarantee you when you start to lose the things that you actually care about, you'll realize very quickly that you care about those things. Yeah, it's true. You Do know, you know I mean? and like if if someone shut down your podcast or if someone took your misses or something like that, like, that sort of stuff would. You know, yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, good luck taking my misses to anyone. You know, I I wish you mad luck. Don't but tempt them. I tempt him. I do tempt him. I do tempt him. <laughs> good luck, mad. my guy. You're you know mad. what I mean? Like, good luck, my guy. I'll put all my cards on the table, and you can try your very best. But <laughs> I've been confident in the past and I've been let down. So I've like, I've had uh, nine out of 11 of my girlfriends cheat on me. Yeah. Right. That's rough. So like, I, like I don't tempt fade anymore. I'm just like, <laughs> you stay your side of the fence. I'll I think if that. I was, if a girl was to cheat on me now, like if my partner was to cheat on me now, it would just be like, a, well, you know, I didn't really lose anything because you didn't really want me. I you mean, know? it's, it's so hard because like, I think at the time they do want you. And then after that, like you realize that they don't I, I, yeah. like, well, they don't want you anymore. Like, uh, for instance, the last time um, I had a girlfriend, I was living in Canberra and yeah. um, uh, this is before I moved here and had okay, you know, yeah, I was living in Canberra. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and 
we were like to be wed, we were fiance and yeah, everything well. like that, and then uh, she cheated on me with the best man at the engagement party. Oh, bro. Yeah. What did you th- think? Didn't, I didn't find out wow, for like a month afterwards. Me. My friends all just stayed quiet about it. And I was like, They didn't even say anything either. Yeah, they were like, oh, they were giving back rubs and they disappeared at like 6 a.m., but we thought they just went their own separate ways. Bullshit. I was like... They fucking knew. Yeah, yeah. What did you think was more... What what hurt you more, though? The fact that they were your mates that didn't say anything or your missus cheated on you? Well, he was my best friend for... God. And my workmate. Like, we lived together, like, and we're working together at the same time. He was my boss. Um, And then we, like, I went to a different job and... That sort of stuff. So we were good friends for probably about five years, and wow. um, like I, I, I asked him to be my best man. And yes, uh, that's big deal. Yeah. Big deal. Best man at the wedding. Fucking no. Sure. Yeah. Like he was crying when I asked him. Yeah. Wow. And then like I was like, Wow. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. He's like, Look, I can't believe you give me this honor. Bro, bruh, there's some fucking shit people in the world. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah. Well, this this leads into where I'm at now and why this yeah, stream wow. spreads out because. If it wasn't for that incident, I wouldn't be here. If yeah. They, if they, like, if I still was in the relationship and stuff, I'd still be a manager at a BCF in Canberra and doing that sort of shit. And, and BCF and fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No shit, man. Oh, so, okay. So Let's go a little bit behind the doors here then. Mm-hmm. You originally, this is not like, now you got the stream and you're pursuing your dream. Essentially, that's what you're doing. You know, trying to make it profitable because who the fuck wouldn't want to do their dream full time? Like, well, the dream didn't occur until after that. So that, and this is going to get into some rough territory. And I apologize to you know, listeners and stuff if um, this is a bit triggering for you. But I was in a pretty dark place after that. I, yeah. I, um, when I found out, I found out via Facebook. She'd left a computer logged in on my computer. Uh, sorry, her, her Facebook logged in on my yeah. computer. And one of my friends was like, "Hey, what's the specs of your spare PC?" And I turned it on, and there was the whole conversation of. Like, no I shit. want to suck your dick and this and that, blah, blah. Oh, wow. your pillow still smells of you, all this sort of shit. And I was like, holy shit, piece together the puzzle. I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I understand. You didn't have to do many puzzle yeah. pieces to <laughs> fucking know what's going on there. Um, and I, like, traced it all the way back to the, the yeah. same night and worked out that, that they'd left that the engagement party together and um, done the dirty there. And I, I was in a pretty bad space and I had a knife at my own leg. I was going to cut a vein in my leg. Um, Man, I've been in the same situation. Like, it's so it was such a shit. Such, and yeah, been in the same situation. Yeah. You know how dark a place that is. Oh yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that my brother like heard me going off in my room, uh, he came in and like stopped me from doing it. Real like snapped me out real quick. Like you know this is a dumb idea. She's not worth like losing my life over. Yeah. And I was like, right, I I need to reevaluate where I'm at. Like, Absolutely. I've, I've invested so much in her to like, like, and she was coming around my house every night, staying every night and mm-hmm. blah, blah. And like, she was just leeching off me the whole time. Yeah. Um, free rent, free food. Oh, like bro. Christmas. We got so, yeah, I got so much to tell you after this. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> 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 you know, as men, man, like we're joking about this right now, but that's pretty fucking serious. And, um, well, because there's a stigma that you're the hunter-gatherer and she's the... Absolutely. Whatever. And it's, it's sad that men can go through situations like that and we're going to laugh about what like mm-hmm. what what I say in a minute and what you're talking about right now. We're here joking and laughing, but it's so fucking serious. And if she was on the other foot... Oh, yeah. If she was on the other know. foot, like, oh, he's the biggest dick in the world, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, what a fucking asshole. I can't he believe just you did that to her. He's interested in sex, yeah. this, that, the other... Like, 
I've had it happen nine out of eleven times. That's fucking like, rough, man. I'm currently on the thir- uh, on the twelfth girlfriend now. Um, yeah, but like you know, if it wasn't for that happening, I wouldn't have reevaluated where I'm at and what I want to do. And I, mo- I moved to Adelaide to look after my brother. He wasn't doing so well mental yeah. health wise, and I'd also been approached by a different producer who was like, "Hey, I heard about." you being a good DM, you came down and DM'd, how would you feel about doing this sort of stuff live? And at the time, I was really into Critical Role, and I was like, fantasizing my head how cool that would be, and if it wasn't for... Do you, and for everyone else, Critical Role is... Um, another, it's, it's another fucking online show, a, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it's another D&D... Um, uh, uh, like, like a show, yeah. So uh, yeah. they're more role-play heavy, and they, they're they probably arguably the biggest, and I would say the best, d d game out there it's the one that comes up in your shorts on oh, yeah. youtube we're like you just scrolling and then you see some D shit that's so, more than likely this them. people often will replace out pictures of jesus in people's homes for pictures of matt mercer because <laughs> he's the god of dms like you know that's what i mean so like he's, funny, yeah. he's he's that level fucking good like he puts me to shame like what i do is like bro you're fucking one, pretty good man percent of what he's capable of like the thousands of voices he's able to do and remember them like specific remember the personalities and what they want to do right? yeah like that's that's his jimmy jam i'm just kind of dipping my toes in the water and yeah. i'm still not the greatest but i give it a good go but um yeah if it wasn't for that whole incident i wouldn't have reevaluated and moved down here and done all of this and been where i'm at now i own a house that is capable of running the stream is you know yeah, perfect for the life I'm, I'm wanting to live and now I'm, I'm much happier I'm in a much better place than where I was at where I was consistently worried about her happiness and not yeah. worried about my own like, isn't that funny on her happiness to be happy and you, you know what's funny about that is like um I'm not sure if you, you have a partner now you said um she's just happy to come to the table and more than likely just support a man that likes doing what he's doing. Well, yeah, this is, this is yeah. a big decision for her because like she also had to purchase property. Yeah. You know, we were both in the same situation. We were early in the relationship when we made this decision because mm-hmm. it was like a good financial move. We both had a good amount of deposit. And yep. um, I said, look, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to move out from the situation I'm in, which was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into that too much, That's right, uh, but like, it was a pretty bad situation. I need to get out and for the good of the stream as well, you know, we weren't allowed to air anymore and that was a two month hiatus. And I was like, I need to get out of here. So, um, she said, well, why don't we just buy a house? And I was like, I can't see why not. Like worst case scenario, we just part our ways, sell the house, whatever. Yeah. You're good, man. Buy me out or I buy you out, whatever. Like we just continue on our ways. And we came to that agreement, but it's just been perfect. Like she's had to make an investment in me in order to like, Sounds like you got a good one, man. So that, that's exactly right. That, yeah. that shows that she's actually invested in me and not just there for you know, milking yeah. me. Yeah, 100%, man. Women need to put investment in for like any sort of relationship. I hate this whole like the man has to do everything. And it's like, it, it might not be financial investment, but like for instance, my partner, um, she supports absolutely everything I do, you know? And like, um, I'm the more of the breadwinner in the house, but um, like that doesn't change how we are together or anything like that. You know, we both understand our roles within our relationship. And um, she supports me we, in literally everything. Watch episode 11 of the podcast to learn more. <laughs> um, look, it, like it very intensely, um, you know, she's my ride or die. And that sounds so dumb. I mean, it's true. But, though. Like when you find that person that's willing to support you yeah. to this level, that's, that's next level shit. Because like what yeah. we do is a risk. 
it's a huge risk. You've spent all this money on cameras and microphones, yeah, and soundboards and computers. Like, like it's it's going to cost you money and an investment to do this, and it's a gamble whether or not you even make money out of it. Yeah, this you is know? this is literally just like, well, if it fails and nothing comes from it, well, then so what? Yeah, like, 100%. yeah, you don't like that. Well, that's like eight grand down the drain. <laughs> exactly. Like, whatever. <laughs> you might be yeah. able to sell it for one eighth of the price. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, 100%. yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. I, don't, I, I think you sound very fortunate. I, I know I am. Um, my last, I will just um let you know some information so that way you understand that I really do know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, anyone that's facing any sort of um dark thoughts or anything, I will have links below again. Um, that you can go and see and talk to someone. I personally use them. I'm not just putting them up there. Just put them up there. I personally use these things. Save my life. And they, yeah, it can be a definite savior in your life if you don't have like the people around you that will help yeah. you get through that. Yeah. You know, like if you don't have anyone you can talk to, these people are going to help you do that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Definitely do that. My um my ex partner, I remember she, she was very controlling, very narcissistic. Um. I'm not going to say I'm the perfect fucking person either because I'm definitely was not. But um, I just remember having a knife at my leg. Uh, same thing, just like thinking about that main artery, man. And I remember having like this knife dug in. And um, the only thing that stopped me was her actually being there and saying to me, you're not man enough to do it anyway. And I was just like, and you know what's funny? Because that could have went both ways. That could have been like, I'll prove to you I'm man enough. Yeah. Uh, like you're goading someone into killing themselves. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's exactly where it was at. And she and that's she said, "Such a dog ass." Yeah, yeah, man. This is the person I love. You know, I mean? that's how I looked at her. And um, and she says, "You're not man enough to do it." And um, in the moment, like I said, it could have went both ways. But instead, for me personally, um, it turned into like actually, I fucking hate you. You know, and it's like. I, I don't hate you for who you are. I hate you for who you've turned me into mm. and slowly manipulated me and everything just locked in at like exactly where it needed to for me to understand exactly where I was and exactly what had happened. And um, yeah, just within that moment, it was just like, no, I'm so good some, now. Something clicked with me similar. I, yeah. I saw, uh, I was like surfing through a meme page to try and get happy and I like, I couldn't eat. I lost like fucking... 15 kilo or something like that. And I, like, I wasn't as big as I am now because COVID, COVID. Yeah, bro. I email put 15 <laughs> kilos on, man. Trust me. I know. I, I was like, I think about 90 kilo and I think it dropped down to about 75. And yeah. I, like, I, I, all I could eat with like, I'd drink half a cup of coffee in the morning and like half an orange. That was mm. it for the day. And I was just like losing weight and people were worried and shit. And like, <laughs> the thing that, uh, the thing that uh, kind of, pushed me in that uh, in the right direction was I was listening to a song and it basically to sum it up was saying don't get sad get mad yeah and like from that I went and got the ring that she gave that I gave her for the proposal yeah I got it reforged and I've got it oh, engraved no with strength uh, stronger on the inside to remind myself the next time that happens oh that's really cool man to be stronger like because you got to be strong in yourself it's not just a case of like oh, th- this person did me wrong and I'm going to blame them and that you got to let your experience shape you into a stronger person. And Absolutely. every time these things happen, yeah. I feel like I've I've been shattered and then put together. Like, yeah, we and then yourself. shattered and yeah. put together. And I'm, I'm, I think, a much stronger person now. 
but also much more brittle. Like if I do break, I'm going to turn to dust next time. You know, like it's going to be much harder to piece yourself together from that. But be stronger. You got to yeah. be strong. I mean, look, it. the phoenix turns to ash, but comes back again. You know, <laughs> twice so. as fucking angry. Yes. <laughs> do you think that um, being through those experiences and dealing with the diversity like that actually helps you to be a better DM? It's a good question. Um, it's hard because you have to consider what other people have gone through and whether or not that's going to trigger them. Because like, if I say put in a situation like what I've been through, because mm. I want to see how they would deal with it, A, depends on how good a role player they are. They If they're shit, they're just going to, I'm going to kill them and I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> like, they're just going to murder herboing. We call yeah. it murder herboing where you just, who cares what my past is or whatever, I'm just okay. going to kill people. Like That's it. Take their money and move on to the next thing. Um, so there's that reaction or it could be I can't deal with this and they walk away from the table. Yeah, and that's, yeah. the, that's the reaction you don't want. Like, yeah, of course not. You don't you want anyone to leave. No, of yeah. course not. You, you, want, you want to create a fun environment. And I'm, I'm toying with like some ideas at the moment that I like, and I, I have to run them past my missus because I'm just like, what do you think if I do this situation? Is And especially when you're running it past Twitch and you're running it past YouTube. And you go yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of hoops to jump through. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you've got to consider what's going to be socially acceptable for you to do. And I like... So far, it's all been, you know, kind of, you know, tongue-in-cheek, fun sort of stuff and you yeah. know, necromancy and bad guys and you can just see that they're <laughs> bad guys. But I've been putting the, the moral conundrum, and this is a bit off-topic, but, like, the moral okay. conundrum of um, or if we develop artificial intelligence to the point where they have full personalities and you can have a conversation and stuff like that, are they a real person? Yeah, do like, they deserve to be killed? Are do you, they, like, if someone's yeah, now no to delete them, yeah. are you going to try and save them? And, like, to see their reactions, they've all been like, oh, I like this person. Yeah. And from a role play aspect, they're no different to any other person that I've described. Absolutely, yeah. So, to them, they're a real person. And they've gone out of their way in, in character to try and save these programs inside the fantasy world to be able yeah. to, like... You know, For everyone that doesn't uh, watch, watch a show yet, I say yet, because you need to go and watch um, oh, Down okay. to Die. Um... Do you want to explain to everyone exactly what your um, campaign is at the moment? So the players, very similar to Sword Art Online or uh, The Matrix, they log into a fantasy world um, yeah. and they uh, play like, you know, a bugbear fighter barbarian or they play, mm -hmm. a, you know, uh, a wizard rogue or whatever, right? They're yeah. All, all different classes and races and stuff. Um, and then there's... Like, uh, where they log out of that fantasy world, they then log into a dystopian future where they're a thousand years in the future and shit's fucked up and it's a fucked up yeah. version of Australia and they have to deal with all the dangerous animals of, of Australia as well as the dangerous denizens, like Aussies in their, yeah. in their best of times. Are not, the, not the best you want to find in a dark alley either. Yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, so essentially they're playing a character that's playing another character yeah. as well. That's right. Yeah, dude, how crazy is that? We have to go deeper. <laughs> you have to go deeper. <laughs> it's deeper. It's, uh, yeah, it's it, 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 it's a bit of a head fuck when you first start it, but after that, it, like, and you understand the concept, fucking yeah, it's phenomenal. Fine. Yeah. It's, it's so much fun. Like, people can mess with, like, the real world, or they can mess with, like, the fantasy world. They can, like, the, the audience can interact with us. So you can, like, okay. um, 
wish for things or you can help me create a dungeon or you can like help uh help the party by giving them um potions or you can help me by giving me potions and too. I, like <laughs> I have heard of uh one guy that's always like uh, he's always out here just ruining you, you know who you are dude you know who you are <laughs> stomping on my little gnome and bloody yeah every like there's there's so many instances where people have like done even like little things have put in a coffee dragon in one okay. instance so like it just melds into a coffee and like just like little things they just want to they've seen a meme online and they want to make it a thing and i make it a thing i just that's cool man i find a way that i can just improvise it into the the current time i think having that imagination though where you can literally just be told something and then you're like okay yeah i get that and then put it into somehow put it into everyone's minds and make them experience it Half of it too is also the miniatures that I use and stuff like that. Like yeah. to give you scale. Like if I say it's a huge dragon, you don't really understand. If your mini is this big and I pull out a mini this big, you're like, oh man, that's big. But if I say it's huge and it's it's this big, yeah, it's you're like that big. You're like, oh, six or seven shit. times the yeah. size of you. Yeah, that's exactly. a big dragon. Yeah, it is. It is so much bigger. Yeah, and th- that's that's the scary part, right? Is that when you see the figurine and it's painted and it's glorious and yeah. scary and and terrifying compared to the size of you, or even just like, just like you could have like a fucked up zombie or something like that and its head's like turned and there's like rib cage showing and stuff. Things that I might forget as a storyteller to point out. Yeah. You know, it, it will more re- accurately represent that. Very quickly, visually. Mm. Yeah. How much do you think you spent on the show? In total, including cameras and everything as well? No, we won't go into that. Okay. I think, I think just, we'll keep that a secret. But if it's just minis... I mean, just paint. investing in, um, like, making the story and, and, like, making it so it's fun to watch and people can enjoy it and people can enjoy while they play. Like, how much do you think that you've invested? If it's that, it would just be basically books and they're probably about... 60 to 70 bucks a pop depending yeah um and that i've got a, like a full bookshelf so yeah yeah so like, it's, it's a bit a lot. but like there's like little things that i buy as well like i've custom made tables i've custom made you know like everything there for yeah them. Of so course. They, they have like the full range and the best possible experience they can yeah. have because i feel like when you're a player you don't want to be like turning up to a game when the dm's not prepared yeah. And like, you're like, oh, yeah, sorry. Let me just grab you a dingy chair from out the back or let me grab, you know, whatever that's kind of going to substitute. And it's like, uh, uh, okay, whatever. I can picture it in my mind. But it's not the same effect as if you see your final painted mini and it's glorious and yeah, of course, shiny man. sword or whatever yeah. that you've gotten in the last adventure and they've you, you've went and like taken off their old weapon and put on a new one that looks shinier and better and they're like, yeah, that's oh. so cool. like <laughs> this is just a whole other aspect of an ownership of the character that they take on and they get more serious yeah. about playing the character then and wanting to like you know role play better you get invested you definitely get invested exactly. yeah invested. do you think it do you think it's um for some that want to just like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna play this game give it a shot mm how hard do you think it is for them to get involved and super easy and anyone, what do you need anyone can get involved you can literally pick it up like dnd beyond you can get for free on, okay. on your phone and it will step you through the process to create your character and literally all you need from there is dice which dnd beyond also has bland dice that you can use in the app i'll just use that so on the app or something literally nothing is stopping you from playing the, the only thing that will stop you is being a dm like you need a bit more tools in your belt to be able to dm yeah it's, like it's a full process and a writing process. It's a lot. I, I, I've played a couple of times and the team that we had was good, but um, 
just from like sitting and talking to you about it, um, even before the show started, um, you there's a definitely a different sense of like understanding there's, there's, that there's you have. There's good and there's invested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've, yes. you've got good DMs yes. who can just like throw shit at a wall and see what sticks and yeah, cool, let's go with that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Whereas like a good DM carefully thinks out options, le- like leaves players with moral conundrums and like gives them the illusion of choice. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah, absolutely, thing, right? man. Let's and talk psychology. <laughs> my, my players, uh, they, don't, they don't quite understand what goes into the, the whole, you know, they know that I do a lot to do the story, but um, as far as like, writing is concerned like i've done a lot of writing ever since i was a kid it was like my favorite thing to do yeah i'd finish all my schoolwork so that i could do story so writing write. on the computers when computers first came out you know like the first yeah Apple yeah, yeah. Came i out. know i was yeah. on there on word processor you know going nuts and that was my thing and all my stories were up on the board and that was my favorite thing and um ever since then i've just been like hooked on writing stories and i should write a book really but i just I mean, when I'm not? doing this, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, oh man, you put I so just, much work into it, uh, honestly. Um, like even today, I was up until like three a.m. Like just like writing stuff and like getting stat sheets, balancing creatures to make sure they're not going to one shot people or they're not going to like you know be too underpowered that they overwhelm the creature and stuff like that. No shit. And it's so much harder because t- like the audience can interact; they can give like the players a magical sword. Or a, yeah. So what do you you have? Um, you have this process, like so if someone wants to donate mm. to the show, they can change stuff that you guys yeah. are doing at the time. What what are your, at the moment, so what is it? It's based on how much they actually um, spend. So if they yep. spend like a dollar, they can send someone a message. If okay. they spend five bucks, they can give someone a potion. If they spend, uh, I think it's 10 bucks, you get uh, an inspiration dice. So where you'd roll your D20, you can roll two and pick the highest. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's invigoration, which some characters have say like say Rodney's character he plays a, a, a barbarian and yeah. he can rage a certain number of times take half the amount of damage and do extra damage with these okay. attacks yeah but he can only do that a certain number of times per day invigoration potion will restore one of those points so he can use right. that more often yeah um the next one is death ward where like if someone's to drop to zero hit points and get knocked unconscious instead they drop to one and they can't be instant killed by something too powerful that would normally like normally that would normally just one shot him. Yeah, okay. So it gives you like a save. It's a save it's, ward yeah, save essentially. Yeah. And okay. then the last, uh, the, sorry, there's two more. One is called Wish, which is like a quick. I'm gonna change something about the game that I can easily do then and there on the spot. Like yeah, make the character's weapon more powerful by one, or you know something like that. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is 150 where me and that other person will sit down and like we'll come up with a dungeon and a random encounter that they have to deal with in, in the next Oh, game. that's really cool. Yeah, so, so you really bring the audience in I will, to... I will like sit yeah. down with them and be like, what sort of adventure do you want them to go on? And I'll like make a fucky-wucky way that they get put into that situation. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. I love that you're, that you're involving the audience in it as well. Well, it's so important. And I think that's the biggest thing that like Critical Role and these other... Pod, uh, like these other uh, uh, shows lose sight yeah. of is their audience. They they they're doing it as though it's a TV show, and yes, they're not doing it as though what Twitch is originally designed for, which is interaction. Which is interaction, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think when it first came out, it was like um, I think I remember talks about certain games having um things inbuilt into them, so they're that still there. Yeah, so like you could be like jump scared if someone interacts with you on Twitch or something. Yeah. You, you can still set that up. Like uh, my brother's a uh, he plays World of Warcraft. Uh, shout out to Tack Life. 
Um, yeah, sure. I will put him in there. <laughs> he, uh, uh, he streams World of Warcraft, and I think he's like in the... Oh, he's like one of the top World of Warcraft streamers that are out there. And yeah. He like carries people through dungeons and shit. But he has something on his channel where if you spend a certain amount of money, you can jump scare him. And yeah, just, okay. like, screams like super loud in his headset. Like, <laughs> you see him like shitting your pants. He's like, oh God. Love but it. I love that. It's not quite so appropriate for our stream because you, you can't quite. It doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. fit in. Especially yeah. if you're in the midway of like telling an important story and there's just like a, it doesn't quite work. Yeah, I think you'd have more trolls than yeah, anything. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that, that's Put it at a thousand. So I it's think, worth. <laughs> I think we can be smarter with our you know, trolling than of you know, jump scare. Like yeah. we can certainly come up with, you know, more fucky wucky shit. Than yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jump scares are only so good for so Yeah. Long. And eventually yeah. The, the Twitch streamer gets used to them and they stop jumping. Yeah. Which is why they end up turning them off for like six months or something and then turn them back on later. Yeah. It happens, man. It happens. I've seen pe- heaps of people on Twitch just like put weird fucking trendy shit in for, for like some amount of time and oh, goes away. To. Yeah. That's what happens. Fresh with that sort of shit, because basically, if you're an individual Twitch streamer, you got to basically be a meme lord. You got to be like on the cutting edge of funny. You're either like amazingly fucking good at the game, where you're like (laughs) fucking no one could beat you, or faker for League of Legends or something. Yeah, or like you're the funniest guy there is, or you're a girl. (laughs) I shouldn't say it like that, but it's kind of true. You're a Girl. Yeah. For those listening, I just undid my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty yeah. crazy, man. It's funny. It's, I've been and like you suck it on a microphone. Oh yeah, you like that? ASMR. Oh my god, what's with the ASMR? I don't. Shit. And the suck. They got the, the ears. They have the ears yeah. like on the mic. On the mic. Like, like, what the fuck is I that? Shit? I don't like it. What is that? I've been telling my missus that she needs to bathtub stream. Get onto <laughs> it. I'm like, I'm like, babe, you know what you should do? ASMR for Twitch, just cause, cause. Why not? I guess you know everyone else is doing it, but she's not about it. <laughs> I, I think I think it's just really weird. I feel like it's almost like uh, like a prostitution, but with less steps. It is fucking. It's exactly what it's, it is. You, you, like it's like people selling their feet pics. Sure, you may not find that sexual, but other people do. Yes, yeah, so does that make you dirty? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. Know it makes you dirty. It just you, get, you know not, what? Go get your feet pics sold, girl. I ain't gonna judge. All right, but at the it, same time, don't fucking try yeah, to tell me that you're better. No, no judgment here, but keep it off Twitch. Twitch is not for that. Twitch, yeah, is for kids so true, well. man. You know, like it's not. It's not there for porn. It's there for people wanting to be entertained, and yes. people watch that shit at work. Yes, there are Twitch TOS rules for a reason, and if you're finding ways around that to try and pleasure people in a sexual way, you're getting around. You're basically just getting around it. Like, don't do that. Yeah, you are. People aren't there yeah. for the sexual content. Yeah. Take that shit to other means that I don't know if we can. You get OnlyFans, man. It's all good. I wasn't sure yeah. if I could say the word. No, 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 no. We've had we have we have a lot of friends that have OnlyFans on the show. Don't don't I, stress about that. It was more like I know Twitch TOS. You can't say OnlyFans. Like, cause you, like you're res- like sending someone else to something else. I mean, even so, I'm just gonna put it on YouTube anyway, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna go, oh, like, why'd you put that up there? And I'm gonna say, you know, it was fun. cancel me. Yeah, I don't care. I just don't care. Like, just censor it. Sorry. We'll, we'll make I'm a new staying. channel. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, I want to talk about stay. how you would go through a normal game. We've already done this once, but we're gonna do it again. <laughs> For the people, because Kai fucked up with his recording today. Um, so, so, let's go through a scenario. I want to show people how easy it is, literally, just just play around. Um, 
I don't know the scenario yet. You're the DM. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna know. Well, give me, give me a character that you would like to play. All right, give me a sec. So, wait, are you just gonna go get a character sheet? <laughs> no, I, I, know, I just have to. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if it's funny. Like, dude, this guy's prepared. I, I wish. Oh, we're going to have space on that one. That's fine. Which is exactly what I thought was going to happen. You're lucky that one's centered. Thanks, Arlish. She's the goat. She's the goat. She's the girl that, like, literally, um, before she knew me, very, like, normal, just watched, like, I don't know, TV all day, and then slowly turned into, like, this gamer girl, <laughs> and... <laughs> Of like, I've got a show that I'm starting. You wait until I corrupt her. Yeah. She's going for, to play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, what it's happened. <laughs> I think she'll be smart. She's always spoken about it. Um, it. Honestly, and so many people are scared to do it. Like, they've spoken about it, and you can see they're like, they want to, like, get their toe wet. It's like a kid at, like, yes. the, the, kid at the pool, right? They want to yeah. jump in, but they're also scared about how deep it is and if anyone's going to be there to save them, right? Yeah, well, I think, like, people have this weird stigma where they think it's just not cool or something. And then, um, like, you know, I've, I've spoken to people that are in, like, trades or, you know, maybe they don't do something that's all, like, necessarily geeky or nerdy and they fucking listen to D&D podcasts or I've, watch the YouTube. I've played in parties with, like, military folk. I've played in yeah. parties with, like, footballers. I've played in parties with all sorts of folk. I, I like... Pretty boys, I've like you name yeah. you name it. I've played with them. I, I, like my the first campaign I ever DM'd had five girls, five boys. By the end of it, people were so enthralled by the story I was creating that yeah. they were telling their friends, and they're like, "Oh, can I bring a friend?" And I'm like, "We're already at nine players, dude." Yeah, it's too many. Yeah, yeah it's one, already one more, too many. One more, it's not gonna hurt. And I'm like, "Fuck it, let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> I just think like, that um, it's sad that it has like a stigma around it. Mm. And I hope that we get through it, you know, and like break I that. I feel like uh, it's becoming more and more mainstream now. Like, say with like Critical Role, and you've mm-hmm. got um, uh, definitely Inquisitions and Incorpor- Acquisitions Incorporated. You've got you know all these other big uh, YouTube slash you know whatever D and D games out there. They're making it more for your every man. Yeah, and that's that's really what I'm trying to put out there is that we have all sorts of people on our stream. And none of them are like typical Nick Beard dudes, right? Like, yeah. We got a Twitch streamer. We got, you know, girls that are not into that sort of stuff. One of the girls that plays in mine has never played D&D in her life. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she just absolutely loves it. She's lapping it up. Yeah, well, wicked. And she, originally, she wasn't even or like asking for a position or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I knew a partner through work and she's like, oh, you know, I want you to meet my partner and blah, blah. And we just got onto the subject. She's like, I'd love to give it a go. I'm like, do you want to be on stream? He's like, yeah, sure. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah, it's cool. Character and she's just had fun with it ever since. Sure, she's not as you know experienced with like the role play and stuff as others, but she she gets there. You know, like it's still a good time and everyone has fun. That's the uh, the main goal of D and D is it's just a board game playing game. Like, yeah, I mean, it's your job to make it seem interesting, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Like us players can be just whatever, but the the big thing that a lot of DMs lose sight of is they want the players to like focus in only on the story. 
And yeah. like when people are like too distracted or whatever, they try and bring them all in. And fair enough, that works if they're too distracted for too long. But you got to remember, you have five people, six people, whatever, just chilling out, just having a good. We're time. just having a good time, a good yeah. night. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta take that shit. Like with the good shit, you know? yeah, good with the bad, yeah. and like understand that, yeah, we might be here to do this one specific thing, yeah, but at the same the time, dragon, but at the same time, let's have some beers and we'll fucking yeah, talk, let's have it, let's dick jokes yeah, shit. absolutely. It's like when you're in the smokers area of Enigma or something <laughs> of like black market, right? Like that's that's where I'm from, you know. <laughs> it's like, but like you're in the smokers area of the bar, you know, you've had a wicked night and now you're just shit talking with your mates. Yeah. And that's essentially that, like, that's, to me, that's what you want to be bringing to the table. And that's is D- that vibe. That's D and D in a nutshell. It's yeah. just like, you're just a bunch of people talking smack and like, yeah accentuating a, a character and their flaws and their, their you know, uh, bonuses. Yeah. You know, like, what what, the, what they're good at. Um, you know, if you've got a big, strong guy, make him as big and as strong as you can possibly do it. Because why not? it's going to be funny. Yeah, like absolutely. How, how, yeah. how hard you can hit someone. Can you split that goblin in two? Yeah. With your giant great axe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make it like, cool. Make it fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I've been helping someone create a character recently and the hardest thing to do in D&D is, is heal. Because, like, Okay. Say, say for example, when you're playing a, a damage dealer, you know you can split someone in half with your attack. Like, and I yeah. do these moments where, like, if they defeat the big boss, I'm like, how do you want to kill them? Describe yeah. to me how that happens, and they'll be like, oh, um, say for example, with Eilish, we have the halfling, right? Say she kills yes. the, the orc, right? And she like cuts at his uh, hamstring, and he like goes, oh, and, like drops down to his knees, and then she like you know jumps up and slashes his throat, and he like holds his throat for a moment and drops and falls to the ground. Yeah. That's an interesting way to storytell how you killed the orc. Of course. But how do you interestingly storytell how to heal? And that's been the biggest That is challenge. some hard shit, dude. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's next level shit. Yeah. And this girl has um, played D&D once before, um, but mostly plays Warcraft and you know these other okay. games and stuff like that. And she said, uh, look, I really want to create a character. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's sit down and we'll, we'll, we'll do that. And um, she's like, I want to do like a kind of vampire character. I'm like, well, you can't really play a vampire straight off the bat. You have yeah. to be bitten by a vampire through the course of this. And you have to run it by your DM and see if he's okay with it. But even yeah. then, vampires are broken. You're like, you get strength, constitution, and dexterity fucking 18, which is for like... For free. Yeah, like yeah. for free. You just become super st- stupid strong and it's just, it's not fair on the other players. Yeah. Um, but then you get all these detriments. And I was like... You don't want the detriments. You don't want the bonuses. You just want to be like a regular character that's on yeah. par with everyone else. So why don't you just flavor one of the other class, like one of the other things, and you can be a warlock who heals using blood. And she's like, "Oh, I like that." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're yeah transfusing yeah. blood from one person to another, almost like vampiric." Yeah, that sounds vampiric. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And so she's like um, playing a, a warlock who's like drawing the blood out of people. And then, like, sacrificing your own health to, like, heal yeah, other yeah. people. And see, you're coming up with this shit, though. You're coming up with the creativity, I helped, man. I helped to come to that idea. So, yeah, okay. And then she just, like, you know, ran with it because she got so excited about it. She's like, oh, what if I do this? And what if I rename this to this? And I do this and this. And I'm like, perfect. That's what you want. You want that enthusiasm in your, in your player. Yeah. And that's how you create a yeah. great character. And that... that character they will talk about as though it's themselves when they're reminiscing about the game they played that one time with their friends because they'll they'll talk about it like it's a real event of that course. actually happened yeah they'll be like remember that one time i did this you yeah. didn't actually do that your character did that mm-hmm. but you were so invested in the moment that you are going to describe it as it was you yeah 
and that's that's all, that's when you know you've succeeded as a storyteller. When when it becomes your own memory and not just a, a like an idea, yeah, exactly. left on the page or something. Yeah, and yeah. like I still to this day have great like memories of the greatest moments I've played D anD D. You know, I was playing a a half orc uh, barbarian, and I uh, was up on top of a, a hippogriff, and we were fighting a manticore, which is like a Lion, version of a lion yeah like fucking uh spines and everything and we were trying to t- kill it and no one could hit it with the range attacks i'm like right get me over the top and we flew and I, I got over the top and i jumped off and i grabbed it and i succeeded on the grapple on it and grapple means that your speed becomes zero and we both just plummeted straight to the ground but because i'm a barbarian i just raged through the pain and it was like and everyone just like, his name is John Cena. <laughs> so they and his name is Didn't John Cena. <laughs> that moment that everyone's like, oh my God, do you remember that time you did this? And I was like, yeah, well, that's really cool, man. That's actually really cool. I love that. I just love the storytelling. Anyone that loves a good fucking movie. Go DC Jam. It's like, like with video games and you're kind of losing that th- these days with video games. They're like getting so into like the, uh, like the the storytelling of the video yeah. games, but they're not as good as an actual movie. They're trying to give you like a bit of choice here and there as to how you can get to the same endpoint, but it's yeah. always going to be the same endpoint. With the D&D, illusion of choice, there is no endpoint. It could be anywhere. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. It comes back to the illusion of choice in video games. In D anD D, it could literally be anywhere. You you are giving them the illusion of choice of where the story's going to end up, but the story can end up you losing and you die. Yeah. There's no good ending there. It yeah, you, be a bad you literally, ending. you might completely fuck it up the yeah, whole thing. 100%, yeah, percent. You could roll really terribly, or you could come up with a bad idea that fails miserably. Like, you, know, you might want to, uh, you know, shoot a flaming arrow at something, and there's like a whole heap of flammable shit behind it, and you've suddenly burnt down a whole village because you you missed the thing you were shooting at with a flaming arrow. You know? Yeah. And wow. Yeah, it, it depends on how... The and then that's it in the story. It's because you, <laughs> you needed to come in and do it. You just killed an entire village of people yeah. because you missed with your flaming arrow. No shit. <laughs> um, I think in order to show people how easy this is, we have to get Irish in. I think so. I think we should get Irish. I think we get her in here, right? Yeah. Hey, babe! <laughs> Can you come here, please? Guys, welcome Eilish to the podcast. She's going to he- be here and show everyone just how easy it is to be involved. So let's do it. How do we go through it? So usually you'd go through a process of creating a character sheet and um, all of that sort of jazz. But I'm going to I'm gonna have it all up here all okay. right, in, in my okay. mind. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you'll have bonuses and that sort of stuff. But we'll describe your character first because this, this is a big part of D&D mm-hmm. is you got to get invested in your character, right? And I believe we were talking about you being a, a giggly, happy sort of character, right? That's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The, the role play's already there. She's really laughing. You got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, we're, we're going to go with a happy-go-lucky halfling fighter. Okay. Right? So, you're, you're all about using dexterous attacks. Now, something we didn't do last time is that you can actually wield two weapons if you wish. So okay. you're going to have two short swords that you can attack with. Okay. All right. And we, we're going to go through the full gist of how this works. Okay. So same scenario as before. You're in a forest. Yeah. And it's a, a dry forest. And it's uh, you've got uh, bark chips all over the ground. You've got a, a bit of a slight breeze going through with a scent of burning wood on the wind. And okay. 
you like you, you normally you're protector of this forest. You you you're part of a circle of druids that try and help keep this forest you know going and okay. stop unnatural things from disturbing it. And smell of fire generally means that there's something bad on the wind and you probably need to go deal with it. So you rush off as fast as your little halfling legs <laughs> can take you. <laughs> and you race off and you see this uh, very angry uh, orc and he's just fire arrow after fire arrow launching arrows into the forest. Damn circle of druids. I'll kill them all. I'll flush all of them out. Uh at, at this moment, you're like, oh boy, what do I do? What would you like to do now that you see this orc? You are armed with two short swords. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly can, and that's the beauty of D&D. You literally just turn around and run I'm going to climb a tree, because mm-hmm. then when he comes underneath the tree, I'm going to jump on him. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, cool, cool. So in, in this moment, you, you need to make an athletics check to see if you can climb the tree quite well. So you okay. need to roll me this one. Yep. And keep in mind, you are a halfling. You don't have a lot of strength, but also you don't have a lot of body to have to pull up because you're half the size of a regular human. You rolled a 12, and being a fighter, you'd have proficiency in athletics because that's probably going to be one of your things. So you climb up the tree quite easily. It's not a difficult okay. tree to climb, but you kind of like use a dagger that you had on your hip to like give you a bit of purchase and get up. And mm-hmm. uh, now you need to roll it again to see how stealthy you are. Oh, you're not very stealthy. <laughs> oh, no. So she rolls a four, a natural four. But because you're a, a halfling, you do have bonuses. So he's going to try and look for you while he's doing this. Okay. So my dice roll is going to determine whether or not he finds you. And I roll a 13. Mm. So oh, no. He, <laughs> As he sees you in the tree, uh, he goes, another one of the Druid Grove minions. I'll shoot you down where you stand. And he's going to try and fire at you. Okay. And he rolls an 18. Now that's a big hit. And he's using a bow at this point. So he's going to roll a bigger dice. So this is a D8. What you currently have is a D6. Okay. So... He rolls three Ooh. points of damage. As the arrow lo- like, hits you and skims just past your leg, you see a little bit of blood starting to trickle out. And you're like, ah! But he's probably about 20 feet away from you under the tree. Okay. What do you want to do? Cry. <laughs> <laughs> you, let, you let out a, a, a cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, guys, I'm not good at female voices. No, this is going great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? What are you going to do now? You've let out your little cry. That's a free action. You can do that. Okay. He's, he's standing um, about 20 feet underneath you and he's starting to pull out another arrow ready to fire at you. And I run away. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not run away. No, 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 no. We have to fight him. Oh. You don't have to. You can do what you want. You can still run. But what, what would you do when you run away? Run really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you, uh, are you going to jump out of the tree? No, are I'm going to move in the tree somewhere else. You're not going to try and attack, jump out the tree and attack him or something? No, I need to wait. He's, he's coming. <laughs> okay. 
So, and if I'm only little, he can't see me very well in a tree. It's a sure. really big tree. So, <laughs> give me another hide check as you hide in the tree. So, roll, roll, roll me the, 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 the 20. D20 again. Is that? Yeah. So, you roll 13. a 13. Um, as you like lunge from branch to branch, you quickly sling underneath and hide underneath the other side of the tree. Now, he's going to roll again. Now, this is where things get a bit tricky because you did roll well. I'm not going to let you see what I rolled. <laughs> Ooh. So I give a little he nod could be of approval. A cheater. You don't know. <laughs> this is, this is the point a of the GM is you never know what I've just rolled. So I could have rolled really well, or I could Dodgy have rolled really bitch. shit, or I could be in between. You know, okay. never know. So this is where I tell you what the roll is. Okay. You hear the orc say, "Where did he go? I'll find the little thing and split it in half." <laughs> Um, oh, no. As he uh, starts to chop down the tree. So he drops <gasps> his uh, oh, no. bow and pulls out a small hatchet and starts chopping at the tree. And you hear okay. all these things from Thwack, <laughs> thwack, <laughs> thwack at the tree. What do you do? I wait until it tips in the right direction and then I'm going to jump out. <laughs> sure. And what are you going to do? Stabbing with my little thing. So no. he, he continues to chop at the tree. Given that it's a hand axe, it's going to take him a while. It takes probably about five minutes of him hacking. In that the gives right me good time to plan. It does. To precisely so, jump on him. <laughs> because of how you're doing this, I need you to roll at advantage. So roll the dice twice. That one? Or the no, no, the, the D20. The D20 Where's again. Uh, you have that, my guy. Oh, <laughs> yep. So roll it twice. Oh, natural 20. Oh, oh that's the best. You have to roll, yeah, again. Have to roll again. You So good. You <laughs> So that is the best possible outcome. This means that you double the damage. So yeah. roll me that d6 twice. I hope it's not a one. Oh, oh my god! Roll okay. it again. <laughs> it's a fucking six. So that was six and four. That means you get ten damage plus your dexterity, which is twelve. He has. He's fucked. <laughs> He has three hit points remaining. However, you have a second um, uh, short sword on you. You can attack as a bonus with the other weapon. So roll me that other one twice. Because you're coming out of stealth. Oh, no. Roll it again, because you you get to pick the higher of these two. Ten. So a ten. And then you add about five is fifteen. His armor class is exactly thirteen. So you beat him. Roll your d6 and you've got to get... Above three damage. Is one? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> one, one plus your dex is three. So you just managed to kill him as oh, the tree falls. So good. Oh. <laughs> and that's so cool. So tell, tell me how you kill him. I stab him in the penis. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, folks. All d sessions go back to penis jokes. Um, yes. The best way to die. Well, I mean, it, it is a critical. Yeah. So that is a critical location on a man, I feel. True. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'll allow it as a DM. So your first hit, like, cuts his cock, like, straight off. Like, yeah. pants and all. Whatever armor he had was not, cur- like, protecting that area very well. Mm-hmm. And he managed to chop that off. He's like, <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs. Life's not worth living. And he takes the bow and arrow and shoots himself in the head. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I would if I was up against me. <laughs> no, your, your other weapon then drives into his heart and he dies. Cool. I love that. Yeah. 
And that's that is how easy. But how fun was that? I love that. It's literally one interaction with just like the most basic thing can be so much fun. It was lots of fun, and I knew nothing about this. And it would have been completely different if you actually had a character sheet because you'd have abilities and you'd have like all these different Mm. things you could do. You could try and trip him with an attack or push him back or something like that. There's all these different things you can get, or maybe you were a wizard. You could have been a druid and shape changed into a bear and jumped onto him. Oh, as I would a bear. love to be a wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Ari. <laughs> yes, yes, man. Hell yeah. You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> man, that's fun. That um, is fun. Do you think it would be like, with your limited experience now, do you think that this is something that you could actually play? Yeah. It takes a little bit to get the understanding of. And once you understand it, like, and you understand what you can and can't do, it's so easy and fun to play. That was fun. And that's 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 without a party of people to back you up. You know, if you had four people versus this orc, you'd be like, oh my god. Yeah. But like, this is, this is basically level one stuff. You could have taken that orc by yourself. That was cool. But if you had, like, say, four orcs and four of you, that becomes a whole other challenge, you know? Yeah. The rest of the party are staying and fighting. Do you stay? Yeah. Do you stay and fight? Or? I would not. <laughs> I would leave. I'll be getting the fuck out of there. The, the thing is, is you work up to these sorts of encounters. So I always start out with, like, uh, little things like, say, I have, like, a, a witch, and she'll have cats, and the cats attack you. She's a crazy cat lady. She throws cats at you. Oh, my God, or I could like, never kill the cats. I think I'd just die. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is my fate. <laughs> no, Kitty, I love you. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't do it. Oh my gosh! Well, that's that, fun. you don't have to necessarily kill a cat. You could possibly try and use any of your other skills to persuade the cat to be on your side. I would take out my cat treats that I'm carrying. <laughs> Always carry. <laughs> I feel like you need to play a druid, not a wizard. A druid is more in tune with nature, and you can like say convince the animal to help you instead. Yeah, or, which I could do. Yeah. You know, I'm very yeah, persuasive yeah, like you're that. Very, yeah, you're really <laughs> in with the animals. I though. am. She's like, hey, puss, puss, puss. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's what I would do. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I'll tell you what. Say it has been actually a fucking ball, man. I've had a really good time. And I'm so fucking mad. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. But I like, I can't believe we recorded a whole episode almost and we had to restart again. But I just want to say it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, man. And I've had an absolute ball. Anyone that wants to get involved in anything like this, do it. It is so much fun. Like you just seen at the end here, we just had one fucking turn of Eilish by herself. And, you know, we're all laughing, having an absolute ball. So. It's good fun. Like if any, you can even go down to like your local gaming shops. There are people that like need players and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and and some of those uh, games go on forever. And um, there's there's all communities that are set up. I I, I got into a community here in um, uh, Woodcroft that uh, had uh, like uh, DMs that are looking for people to want to play, and yeah, um, they're really invested and uh, get into it as well. So you know, have a look online. There's plenty of avenues that you can get involved in. If you can play it in person, like it's like having a little party. It, honestly, playing via Discord is, you know, if you've got no other, it's okay. 
It's okay. I actually yeah. saw this thing on TikTok and it was like a group of people playing, but the they all got given like little potions at the start. They had like spells or whatever. Or like powers that you got from drinking this potion or like they would kill you or whatever, but yep. nobody knew. They just got given the they got to pick these random potions. Oh, that's really cool. And I then like Everyone took them and it just added like her power or it took something away from them. Like they suddenly could turn their fingers into cucumbers. Like it was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some really kind of fucky-wucky rules out there that people like make up as well. They, they like uh, they'll get like spell cards or critical cards and stuff like that. Where like say for instance with your crit, it may have chopped off an, a limb. Or something like that. Yeah. And they have to live the rest of their lives with a limb missing. You know, if you're just having a friendly spa or something like that. You're like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, there's all sorts of things like that. The magical mishaps that turn you into a pot plant or, you know, things That's like so that. That's so funny. Messed up. That's cool. But I like it. Get into the base game first. See if you like it. And then from there, expand upon it when you get bored. Um, that's why I do what I do, which is in, in two worlds. Because... I've been playing for a very long time. I've yeah. been doing this stuff for a very long time. And do I'm you have like, a script that you read or you just make it all up as you go on? So when I'm playing a said bad guy, I might have a couple of voice lines that I might like have in my mind that I want to do. But um, I also have a guy who's a... Uh, he does a lot of the voices for me that need to be just generic bad guys or generic people that need to talk and he'll pre-record okay. the lines and then I'll have my sound oh, desk that I'll just yeah, that's cool. have it go. So, like, last week we did Star Wars and he did all the Stormtrooper voices. Yeah, and cool. like, it sounded like he was a Stormtrooper wearing the helmet and everything like that. Going this way. Like, sort of. That's yeah. really cool. Um, which is really cool. Um, so, he, he does some of those lines, but uh, I do most of the stuff, like, you know, all the big character voices. <laughs> and most of the time I'll improv based on what they're doing, but I'll know what their motives are and what they're attempting to achieve as to what they'll do. And most of the time, the players are going to, you know, give me a rib poking with things anyway to, like, try and egg me on to do things or, like, be angry at them or whatever. So Awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. They, they'll get a reaction out of me one way or another. Or yeah, if not, course. the chat will. <laughs> we it's do always also the damn a, chat. Yeah, th- there's a bloody redemption we've got there. It's not, like, monetarily. They can just say say the line, you know, like the... Uh, Simpsons, see the line, Bart. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. So they can do that. And the other week, when we were doing the Star Wars one, I was wearing a Wookiee mask, mm-hmm. and they made me say "Hiya" with the Wookiee mask. They would also go, <laughs> can I get? <laughs> can I get a? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I know. So I, I did that at the same time, and that was funny. Can I get a? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like if you ever can get into it, please get into it. It'll change your life. You'll yeah. have so much more of a time. You'll build great relationships and get you away from video games and TVs and, you know. Yeah, broaden your mind, broaden your horizon. Guys, you can follow and learn a bit at Down to Die on Twitch, uh, soon to be YouTube. It will, links will all be below. Uh, do you have an Instagram or anything like that that you have? Or I think we have a Twitter, but I leave that for my producer to run. Yeah, cool, man. Um, I'll, we'll put all the things that are, that are relevant anyway into the into the description. Thank Make you sure again you guys for have having fun. me on and for the pickle Bro, juice. Absolute <laughs> pleasure, man. I'm, thank you for coming and just having a, just having a chat, I'll, man. Really I'll appreciate make sure it. I cameo in pickle juice at some point. That they have. That, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that green oh, dragon pickle juice. Green dragon pickle juice behind the bar in one of my encounters. Now. Yeah, I think you've re- you've actually really uh, that is the name now. I'm gonna make a logo over the next uh, over the next week or so, and it's gonna be sick. 
I'll, se- I'll send peeps from my uh, stream over to go and listen to this episode. Yeah, guys, come check they'll, it out. They'll do the artwork for me. I won't even have to worry. <laughs> It'll just be love like that. this green dragon with a big pickle. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's what I need. That's what I'm... The veiny pickle. <laughs> it's a real veiny pickle. It has a hole at the end. It's really weird looking. I don't know. <laughs> No, thanks for having. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. And um, we're gonna we're gonna watch the stream as and um, hey, maybe we're gonna have a game soon. Dude, I think it's gonna be. I thing. think I think I should do one trip for you. Get you into it. Yeah, I think that'd be really really let's, cool. Let, we'll, we'll organize that off stream. Awesome, awesome. Let's do that, guys. Enjoy. Um, we can still be friends. Follow everyone. I don't know. I'm Kai. This is Dan. Alish <laughs> oh, is here. <laughs> And uh, be good. Uh, if not, be good at it. Yeah. Get drunk. <laughs> Bye. Catches. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Jeez, what a, what a strength.